A drone drops hundreds of bags of weed on a city in Israel. And Canada's top doctor advises, wear a mask while having sex and stop kissing new people. And a wife bit off her husband's penis after he refused to remove a rat from their bedroom. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thanks for joining me. Got some weird stories from around the world. Let's do it. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A drone drops hundreds of bags of cannabis in Tel Aviv. Bags of weed were dropped by a green drone. Oh, man. Fabulous. The government believes that the group that dropped these bags is called Telegram. It's a group that advocates for the legalization of cannabis in Israel. The group's slogan is, Free love, man. Yeah. Their drone dropped hundreds of bags of cannabis Thursday afternoon over Robin Square in Tel Aviv, attracting dozens of confused people who rushed to pick up as many bags of marijuana as they could carry. Yeah, of course they did. Bags of weed falling from the sky. It's like Christmas. Now, before the group dropped cannabis on top of Tel Aviv, the group published a message on Telegram hinting at the planned operation. The message said, It's time, my dear brothers. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No way, man. It's the green drone handing out free cannabis from the sky. Yeah. Enjoy, my beloved brothers. This is your pilot brother making sure we all get that free love, man. That was, my, of course, my impression of the person who wrote that, who really cares about people's happiness, joy. And wants people to experience free love, just like it was 1968 all over again. Except for in 1968, there was no drones. So you had to <laughs> you had to get crafty to find weed back then, right? Now it's just falling from the sky. It's unbelievable. We live in a great time where you could just get access to marijuana. Unbelievable. Who saw this coming? Stores. In Colorado, there's a weed vending machine. And in Israel, drones dropping bags of love from the sky. There was also a message from the group indicating that this operation was part of the group's launching of a new delivery system titled Rain of Cannabis. That sounds amazing. Your new delivery system. I love it. You're just going to drop cannabis from the sky at various locations. Here's a quote from the group. We're launching the Rain of Cannabis project that will include a weekly delivery to different parts of the country of one kilo of cannabis divided into free two gram bags. Really? They're just going to drop free bags of cannabis at various locations. Oh, man. I wish this was happening in my world. So if you happen to be in Israel, like follow their Telegram account so you can know where the free weed's coming, when and where. You want to be there for that event. Okay? You want to grab as many bags as possible. Just show up there with like a one of those butterfly nets. Just scoop them out from the sky. The masterminds behind this group also addressed the imminent threat of a lockdown imposed by the government in an attempt to prevent the spread of the coronavirus pandemic, explaining that the situation requires thinking outside the box, coming up with new ways of getting cannabis to consumers during this lockdown, which they say this is what gives birth to the project in the first place, was the lockdown. Look at that. Yeah, you, you need weed. There's a pandemic. What do you do? I don't know if there's any stores in Israel like we have here, 
But I'd imagine uh, if there isn't, or if you got a true lockdown, everyone's really quarantined. How are they going to get the green stuff? How? Well, cannabis delivery from the sky. This is a great solution. I'm wondering how this group is going to make money because they're just giving away free weed. Um, now, a weed being delivered for free by a drone is obviously problematic in the community. The police announced after the incident that it arrested two suspects in their 30s who allegedly were operating the drone. <laughs> According to the police, the distribution of a substance suspected to be dangerous is illegal. The suspects who were arrested will be interrogated and dealt with accordingly. Oh, they think this substance is suspected to be dangerous? Weed? No. Is that, the, is that their stance on marijuana in Israel? I thought they were a little bit more liberal with the marijuana. I don't know. I just assumed if you're on the Mediterranean, it's just weed and wine all day in the sunshine. Nobody works. <laughs> So if you're going to be in Israel and you're going to be following the, the weed drone, just make sure you run away really quickly after you grab your bags, okay? And if you're listening to this Weird AF News segment right now, uh, cannabis company, please send some drones over here. I'm in Southern California. Wear a mask while you're having sex and stop kissing new people, says Canada's top doctor. Canada. Sex in a pandemic can be complicated. The lead medical doctor in Canada says that it's best to skip kissing and maybe wear a mask to prevent spreading COVID-19 while you're having intercourse. Who is this brilliant doctor? Teresa Tam, Canada's chief public health officer, issued a public statement on Wednesday about staying safe from the virus while engaging in sexual activities. Here's a quote from her. Sexual health is an important part of our overall health. However, sex can be complicated in the time of COVID-19. There's risks increasing for partners engaging with people outside their household, for instance. The lowest risk sexual activity during COVID-19 involves yourself alone, of course. But for Canadians choosing to engage in an in-person sexual encounter outside of their bubble, I suggest a number of steps to reduce risks, including, well, Avoiding face-to-face -face contact or closeness. <laughs> How? How are you going to have a sexual encounter without closeness, face-to-face, -face, or face-to-face -face contact? Is it doggy style all the time during COVID-19, baby? I advise you don't even look at your partner. You just back that thing up and then run away very quickly when it's all over. And wear a mask, guys. Wear a mask. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand where she's going with this. Uh, it says here, a trusting relationship should first be established. Partners, partners should also consider using a mask that covers the nose and mouth. That's what the doctor says. Because current evidence indicates there's a very low likelihood of contracting the novel coronavirus through semen or vaginal fluids. We know that. Really? Is that true? Okay, I'll take your word for it. So it's just like sex all day but no kissing? All right. The doctor says, even if the people involved do not have symptoms, sexual activity with new partners does increase your risk of getting or passing COVID-19 through close contact, like kissing, for instance. Of course, sex should be avoided if either person has COVID-19 symptoms. <laughs> the doctor suggests limiting your use of alcohol and other substances so you and your partner are able to make safe decisions. <laughs> okay. Come on, doctor. Don't you know how sex with a stranger works? There's a lot of alcohol involved, okay? We... We want the alcohol to make the decision for us. And of course, the doctor wants you to know you should use condoms. 
and you should know the STI status of oneself and your partner before getting involved. By taking these precautions and staying conscious of the risks, we assume Canadians can find ways to enjoy physical intimacy while safeguarding and progress we have all made containing COVID-19. Canada has seen more than 130,000 cases of COVID. Oh, I don't want to get into the stats. I'll tell you this, though. Most Canadians are drunk as hell. That's how they operate. <laughs> the drinking going on in Canada? Doctor, don't you know? I mean, everybody's drinking and tindering up there, I'd imagine. What else are you going to do up there? It's a... I mean, it's boring in Canada, right, guys? It's boring. It's just, it's just all Molson and swiping all the time. I'd even imagine they're getting together with animals up there, right? Anybody screwing animals in Canada? I'll bet you are. <laughs> Come on, admit it. Admit it, right? All that elk. <laughs> it's elk mating season. Oh, yeah. Canadians getting busy. Guys, I'm kidding. I love my Canadians. As you know, I've said it many times on this show. I'm just saying you're a bunch of drunks. That's all. And you can't really argue with that. You're a bunch of drunks and you're... Chief health administrator is not too bright. That's what I'm going to say about that. And if you've listened to Weird AF News, you know the best thing to do during a pandemic, if you want to get freaky, is to just get yourself a sex doll. That's all. Very safe. The sex doll is not going to have COVID. Unless, it, I mean, unless it got it from the factory in China, which is possible. A wife bites off her husband's penis after he refused to get a rat out of the bedroom. I can't believe this is a real story. A wife bit off her husband's penis after he refused to get a large rat out of her bedroom. That's what the police say. Abraham Musonda, age 52, from the Zambian town of Kitwe, was allegedly attacked by his 40-year-old wife, Mukupa, following an argument about a rodent that was running around the house. The wife claims the animal was pestering her. She became infuriated when she came home from drinks with her friends to find the rat was right next to her bed. Uh, is it Was it his bed too or just your bed? Uh, and I have a feeling the drinks came into the equation when it, when it was time for her to make a decision what to do about it. <laughs> I mean, you got to be pretty drunk to bite somebody's genitals off, I'd imagine. Although maybe this is just her nature. I don't know. Let's, let's get further into the story. Feeling unable to sleep while the pesky rodent ran around her bedroom, she ordered her husband to get rid of the damn thing. A scuffle ensued when he refused to get rid of the rat. The wife, Mukupa, then managed to sink her teeth into his genitals, causing a major tear. I'm always curious on how this happens during an argument. Uh, why would you let somebody's teeth near your genitals at all? How does she get her head down there? Is what I, I'm always curious about that. If you surprise somebody with a genital bite during sex, that makes total sense because you're already in a very intimate position where you can do that and they would never expect it. But during a fight or an argument and then you start moving your teeth down there, who lets that happen? Who lets the person's face get near there during a row? I don't know why I'm trying to CSI this shit and find out what happened. Anyways, the deputy police commissioners... Name is uh, too hard to pronounce, so we'll move along. He told the media that this couple are essentially separated, yet live under the same roof in separate rooms. Oh, okay. They don't even have a same the same bedroom. Maybe she's like, can you get in here and get rid of this rat? And they've been arguing. They don't get along. They're in the middle of a divorce. The dude is like, hey, why don't you get rid of your own rat, you jerk? Okay. We haven't been getting along. Why should I help you? You don't do anything for me. Why should I help you? Why don't you call the exterminator? How about that? Take care of your own side of the house. 
And then next thing you know, she's like, well, you know what? Genitalia is coming off in my teeth. Oh, yikes. I tell you, divorce has got to be difficult. The husband, Mr. Musonda, was rushed to the Kitway Teaching Hospital for urgent medical treatment following the genitalia tear. It comes after a man was arrested after beating his girlfriend's son and allegedly cut his genitals with his fingernails. Well, that's a strange thing to put in the story. I guess they're just trying to let us all know that there's a lot of genitalia injuries going on in this particular hospital. Well, I don't know the status of their divorce, this Abraham and Mukupa, but in case it's up in the air, I think it's it's finalized now because what court is going to not grant a divorce after you bite your husband's genitals right off, basically? And I, I have never been to Zambia, but from this story, it sounds like a very dangerous place. You got rats running around your bedroom. The women are biting people's knockers off. I mean, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around this place. And the other thing is I've covered many a story of a wife or girlfriend biting or cutting off their man's genitals, and it just never seems to end. I don't know what has gotten into you ladies that you all think this is an okay move, but it's really not. It's really not. I think we need to create, I don't know, we need to create some sort of technology that can prevent this from happening or some sort of special underwear that, that estranged husbands can wear to bed these days to just prevent such a, such a calamity. I'm open to ideas, guys. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Weird, weird, dup da dup da It's Weird AF News. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thank you for making it all the way to the outro. You even sat through an advertisement. Ha <laughs> ha, look at you, big supporter. I appreciate everyone who supports the show, including Mr. Nick Mount from England. He's a truck driver. He's amazing. We've been chatting on Instagram. Nice guy. He bought me 30 cups of coffee. Unbelievable. 30 cups of coffee from Nick Mount. You guys can buy me cups of coffee from a link that I put on my website, weirdafnews.com. Unbelievable, man. Like Nick, I'm so grateful. He even wrote me a nice supporting message. Jonesy, I enjoy your show. It keeps me going on the roads. Yeah, this guy's a truck driver. He's all over the place. Probably listens to Weird AF News every day while he's driving all around the place. Thank you, Nick Mount, for buying me cups of coffee. Enough cups of coffee to last me for a month or maybe a, a weekend because I, you know, I really get lit, as you know, when the weekend's here. It's a holiday weekend. I could probably drink all these cups of coffee right over the Labor Day weekend because I'm crazy. You know karate. I know crazy. Oh, caffeinated. Uh, also, who else did I want to give a shout out to? Oh, someone on Instagram from Scotland. Oh, man. People over the pond reaching out to me. It's um, Ashley and David. Uh, Ashley wrote me, love the podcast. Look forward to it daily. Been listening for months now. And of course, we love Florida Friday. Um, thanks for sharing the wonderfully weird news that brightens our days. P.S. We don't find you annoying. Your humor is one of the best parts of the podcast. All the best from Scotland. Isn't it? fascinating how I'm spreading Florida Friday all over the world. Now, people who live in other places who aren't familiar with Florida are now like, wow, what a stupid place. <laughs> you know, there's probably, there's probably people in Africa that listen to the podcast. They're like, wow, Florida. I had no idea. I had no idea there's a place like Florida out there. Heard of Florida. Heard of Disney. Never heard about the, uh, you know, the drugged up citizens that are there doing crazy shit in Walmarts. So, yeah, if anything, I'm spreading the word about Florida. Maybe I'll run for governor of Florida. I mean, I'm really setting the stage for that, huh? 
And, I, and as governor of Florida, I promise to clean this state up before it gets sunk under the oceans as the glaciers melt. <laughs> yeah, the glaciers are melting, guys, and it's going to be washing all over Florida. Florida's going to be underwater in 10 years. It's just going to be islands and crocodiles. That's what it's going to be. The tops of trees and the top of, like, the Disney castle is all you're going to see. That's, all, that's, that's what's going to be left of Florida. I'm sorry to tell you. You got to get out of there now, guys. You got to get out. Don't come to California. I don't want any of you Floridians coming to California, spreading your degenerate ways over here. We got enough degeneracy. Okay, we don't need to add to it with your with your craziness. Anyways, thanks for supporting the show, uh, Nick, and thanks for reaching out, Ashley and Dave. Thanks for being fans of the show. You guys can reach out to me anytime. Funnyjones at gmail dot com. That's my PayPal as well. Just if you want to give me a donation, and uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram. With a little message or two. Send me an article if you'd like. It's at Funny Jones. Also on Twitter at Funny Jones. Uh, I got a Patreon too if you'd like to help out. Patreon.com slash Weird AF News. And uh, you can get some bonus episodes. And you can see pictures of my tattoos. And a description of them. Along with a link that describes what the hell they are. I mean, yeah. I'm not proud of it, okay? I'm just trying to put some shit up there that people want to see. Okay, people want to see the tats. All right, we're sharing tats on there. So what? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Got a nice tight crew on there showing us each other's tats. Is it illegal? Probably. Well, that's why we're doing it. Okay, <laughs> you guys want to join the party? Patreon.com/slash/WeirdAFNews. Keep listening. Keep enjoying the show. Keep supporting. I appreciate you. I hope I'm getting you through a terrible time in your life with a little bit of humor each morning. It's a pandemic. Well, you know what? At least Weird AF News is still trucking along. Okay. Trying to get you some laughs, give you some hope, be a distraction during an otherwise awful time. Um, tomorrow's Friday, and you know what that is. Oh, yeah. Stick around for that, baby. I love you guys. Be good to yourself, okay? Hey, Jonesy, this is a story about the man who got hit by a lightning bolt and got the crocs blown off of his feet. Okay, gentlemen, if you can't Listen to your wife and your teenage daughter and your mother and your best friend, all of whom have some fashion sense, then listen to a lightning bolt. It's a message from God. Give up the Crocs. They're out of fashion. Listen to the message. Get rid of the Crocs. Jonesy, I had to call back. I used a little crazy hyperbole there. It's just about the cars. Yes, cars are extremely dangerous, and I should say what's most dangerous is a random person behind the wheel of a car will give somebody a gun. You can go and buy a gun without hearing a proficiency test, but you have to pass at least two a written and then driven proficiency test to drive. Um, cars are terribly dangerous. More people die in accidents every year than cancers. Um, it's terrible. Yeah. So self-drive them away, I say.